Yes, officer, this is my horse. My horse. As I've been going through my DVD movie collection, I found myself marveling at the sheer number of titles I've amassed over the years. I've always had a soft spot for films with a love theme, or those starring some of my favorite actors, like Nia Long, Regina Hall, or Regina King, Morris Chestnut, Vivica A. Fox, Gabrielle Union, Tay Diggs, and the musical artist turned actor LL Cool J. It's fascinating how amidst these films, I never realized that one of my favorite movies, Deliver Us from Eva, which we heard earlier, featured our guest, the legendary stuntwoman, April Whedon White, in its final scene. Despite watching this film countless of times and discovering this fact about April was an absolute delight. It's amazing to learn about her journey and how she became the sought-after actress and stunt coordinator for well over 100 films in Hollywood. Today, Coach Tony and I are thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with April Whedon White from a recent episode of Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesdays. She's a trailblazing stunt coordinator and actress whose career spans over three decades. She's demonstrated an incredible skill in the realms of stunts and has equally established herself as a phenomenal woman of God. She's a first lady and she's a legend in motion. I'm Val The Voice Johnson and this is the Interludes Podcast. The Interludes Podcast. A Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... A DJ Saved My Life. The latest upcoming book by Val The Voice Johnson. To experience a preview of the book, please visit our website today. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. My writing mentor, I have to let you guys know, for a DJ Save My Life, I got introduced to her on a different app. And then, of course, there is an entire community of creatives. One of the creatives that I got a chance to meet uh, probably well over a year ago was this young lady who I'm about to bring up. I cannot say enough good, nice things about our guest on tonight. Many of the wonderful music guests, as well as our, our former NBA two-time person, that would be Terry Cummings. Uh, she was has been kind of behind the scenes uh, helping and kind of giving me some great advice regarding this particular show. And then this is someone that has worked in Hollywood. And when I say worked, I mean well over a hundred films and television shows she's either done stunt coordinating acting in the background or doing stunts oh my gosh and it's black history month so i love talking to people who are living history 
like giving great advice, letting people know if you want to get in this business, this is how you do it. This is how you go about it. This is how you act while you're on set. You know, don't draw too much attention to yourself. These, this is sage advice. And so when I speak of this person and I, I asked her to come on the show, I said, we're going to talk about all of the great things that you have done, but we're going to be bringing on Miss April Whedon White. Grand rising to you. Here she is. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, what's up? Hello, April. Hi there. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Happy to be here with you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Getting some love in the chat already from Linda. Hey, Linda. <laughs> Hi. I enjoyed you this morning on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of research on a lot of the stuff that you've done. I don't, I don't know where to begin. I, it, it's for me, when I think about working in Hollywood, a lot of things that come to my mind is how do you protect yourself from getting sucked into whatever the crazy that happens? Like when you started, like, let's, let's go there first. When you sure. first started, what was kind of the first, what was the things that attracted you to working in Hollywood, number one? What attracted you to working in, in oh, Hollywood? I've been in the entertainment field since I was three years old. Wow. Um, purchased a car from my mother at the age of, I think it was four. Uh, it was a Mattel toy commercial. And so oh. this is something that I've been doing for a long time. Mm hmm so that means that means a parent was involved in getting yeah. you involved at that time oh, wow me in dance ballet jazz modern hip-hop and she was a black history buff happy black history month everybody and so i just had the best of all worlds when it came to her she was an educator my mama rest in peace thelma wheaton so she oh. introduced me mm -hmm. and then plays and taking to me you know taking me to auditions and it, she was just phenomenal yeah. And, and, and I, and I, here's the thing when you're a child, I guess when I think about, uh, actors, especially moms and actors, the, the mom, the mom and the daughter combos that come to mind is Kim Fields, Chip Hurd. Oh yeah. Um, I, yeah. I actually worked at Chip Fields acting school and that's where I caught the bug. LaFay Baker had come to speak. And I was like, I could do stunts. She was talking about stunts. I was like, I could do that. And then one thing just led to another, but Chip Fields is amazing. Yes. That's a mother, Holly Robinson, Pete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, these are the folks that come to my mind. And then of course, uh, Brandy Norwood oh, yes. and her yes, mom, yes. you know, very protective. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get mm -hmm. your kid involved in to, to Hollywood, but then it's a matter of just being like this up oh, let me protect you hands on <laughs> at all times you're not going in that room no i and if that and if she goes i'm going to exactly <laughs> so the in transition out sounds like it was it was at the at the genesis of everything it sounds like it was dance it was mm -hmm. doing acting. some commercials a little Same and acting thing. but stunts that's the wow. thing where did that start well i was working on presidio with sean connery i was doing background work and i was making like three five three to five thousand dollars a week back then i was all about my business and that's how i feel that 
this field is. It's all about business. And so I was doing background work. It was dark. It was late. The stuntman came up to me, Benny Moore, and he said, hey, you think maybe you want to do the stunt with us? I said, sure. So he got me on. I sat in the Ferris wheel and he said, don't worry. If the camera falls, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I was like, really? Okay. All right, cool. You're going to protect me. All right. I get paid. Cool. So we're up there on the Ferris wheel. And sure enough, while we look up and the camera fell. So that was my introduction at first. 10 years, you know, moving into the next decade, my photo set on several tables. So don't ever give up. It's set on like in people's offices for like 10 years and no one called me to do stunts. And wow. yeah, so that's how it kind of started was with Benny Moore. And then I met William Washington, who was my ex-husband, rest in peace. He just passed away uh, last year. Uh, mm -hmm. I met him and I just stopped doing dancing, singing, acting and everything, modeling, whatever, traveling. And he said, if you stick with one thing, just stick with one thing. You'll be a success at that and everything else will follow. You'll be able to act, sing, dance, choreograph, do whatever it is that you want. And he trained me. I ride horses. I'm scuba certified. Uh, I know I my career, I actually started as a stunt coordinator. He demanded that I start as a stunt coordinator. Now I understand why. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm stunt coordinator. But yeah, he... Ah, I owe him a lot. Yeah. yeah. And and this is this this is Mr. Washington's who got you into doing stunts yes. and a lot Copy of the everything. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm assuming with with definitely doing stunts, you've got to stay in shape. Like Girl. how often, how much are you working out? How much were you working well, out at that time? Every day, twice to four times a day in wow. different categories it wasn't just one thing it could be rowing it could be boating it could be surfing it could be whatever you have to know learning about cars i have an extensive uh driving background Lori and rick seaman taught me wally crowder who is my god daddy he taught me and then uh william of course taught me and uh several others and i was on a driving team and my name was fire yes that was my name <laughs> oh my gosh fire that's what i'm talking about <laughs> i made a lot of money driving in commercials it was amazing time honey thank you jesus <laughs> well i at one of your other I, now I was a fan of this particular show. I was sure. I was a fan of this particular show, and I'm going to go ahead and show this Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. I didn't know I was looking at you when I was watching this show back back when. But it's yeah. a lot you don't know about me, Val. <laughs> That's why I need to write the book. Monique Lisa's been helping me, but oh Lord Jesus! But yes, that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I played Nikki, the Subway Slayer. And James Marston, he mm -hmm. still to this day keeps in touch with me. He's so nice. Not mm -hmm. once did we feel bad grabbing each other, hurting each other, throwing each other, because we just had a good time. And uh, it was just an amazing time. John Medlin was the stunt coordinator. And mm -hmm. I was fighting Hong Kong style. And this guy that I was doing stunts with, no names mentioned, he kept grabbing mm -hmm. me and doing it a little bit too hard. I said, we're <laughs> not in Hong <laughs> I said, we're not in Hong Kong. We are in America. And if you don't stop, I'm calling my sensei, honey. He kept on. I called my sensei. And when he came, he said, oh, I'm sorry. I, was, I said, yeah, that's what I thought. And so anyway, you're the first to hear that story. So 
Wow. So anyway, as we went on with the fight, I had to put his head through the glass. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. And and here's the thing, for one of the one of the interviews that I remember seeing, you when stunts are done, you it's one take is it's little takes. It shouldn't do a bunch of takes. I, anybody that I work with, everyone that I mentor, I tell mm -hmm. them, you don't need to keep doing it over and over again. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, do it. Sell out so hard. We call it selling out when you go hard. Sell out so hard that you only need one take unless you're doing a master and you're doing like a couple of other, you know, uh, camera angles and stuff. And there's not a lot of cameras. But mm -hmm. yeah, one take is usually enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I want to make sure I bring in my co-host here. I think he is ready. I don't know why he's got on shades. I don't know what why we have oh, shades hi. on. Hi. I don't know what's going on. How you doing? Like hi, coach. I'm just chilling. I see. <laughs> chilling hard. Tell us about her. Oh, that's Lafay Another... Baker. LaFay That's Baker. my mentor, mm -hmm. and she has an organization called Diamond in the Raw, and I would always go and speak for her, and she taught me a lot. She whispered little things in my ear that I needed to know as a lady, and she was a constant reminder of me being and staying a lady, and not mm -hmm. only that I have the utmost respect for her, the respect that I have for her is that she is inclusive. She includes others, and so... That's where my respect comes in the story is, like I said earlier, Chip Fields, she came to speak and mm -hmm. I'm like, I could do stunts. And then we just became mentor and mentee. And here we are today. Yeah. And, and, and coach, like I, such a, a, a lustrous career in stunts <laughs> and definitely just kind of that. I didn't know that her, her photo sat on desks for over Oh. 10 years nobody was calling her uh, never for, give up that's, that's what, that's never what it's called staying under the radar ne that's what i that's what i do that's what i do <laughs> yeah, sometimes pal you ain't got to be the loudest one in the room to be heard that's right mm -hmm. and when it's your turn what's gonna, ha what's gonna happen it's gonna be what Yo, it's gonna be like a brother at smoking a cigarette at a gas station boom boom <laughs> <laughs> The question I got, leaving off what Val asked a moment ago, which is amazing. We talked about, you know, uh, discussing about the going hard, the first take and all that. And looking at the part of the industry that you were in, yes. you know, what do you think or how do you feel that young Black African-American men or women haven't went down that road to like, or why haven't they glamorized being a stunt double? Because obviously, and the reason why I say that is me and Val was talking about the Eddie Murphy Christmas movie, right? Oh, and yeah. um, and uh, they were talking to uh, DC Youngfly. He said Eddie Murphy was only on the set for like 30 minutes for the whole movie. That's a double that people didn't know. He yes. come on, does it take, if it take Eddie 20 minutes, Eddie gone the rest of the day. Yes, so yes. looking at that, what's, what, why didn't you think that we as a, uh, people try to go in or get into the industry, you know, in, in that direction. I believe it's because we don't know about it. And I believe that it's not something that's talked about. You just know that there are stunt doubles. You know that there are stunt coordinators. You know that there are safety people. But if there's no one giving you an opportunity or no one 
telling you where to go to get that type of information, you know, and if someone's not putting that spark, like a spark was, came to me, you know, when I heard it at acting school, I'm like, wow, what you make, how much you do? Oh, I can, mm -hmm. yeah, let's do that. My acting career, you know, yeah, that can wait for a minute. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's information. I think like a lot of college football players and soccer players, athletes, and that's your lane coach, Tony, this is actually a profession that they can transition into. Like I mentor a young man named Christian Wise. He's in Las Vegas, Nevada, and he does all kind of uh, football and baseball, all kind of stunts like that. Yeah. And he's an actor. I think it's I that you've got to be in a position where someone's going to take you on and mentor you. But to all of like the college track, everybody that's like athletic, man, stunts is the way to go. Wow. It, it's it's a, a huge adrenaline rush. You're already coming off of an adrenaline rush. You right. know, and you can actually do, it's something that you can actually do while you're in college. It, it, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, and what and that advice would to anyone that's interested in doing stunts, mm -hmm. especially female. Like it I feel like that's I I think some women think well there aren't women that do stunts it's probably just men and at, no. at one point there was just there was no black people doing any stunts right and they were doing paint downs where they would take someone uh caucasian or you know another race and paint them down to be black you know right i've seen that before yeah and, and i know uh um the, your boy the the, the damon waymans and his brothers you know, he's do that just making skits of it Hilarious. all the time. But oh, that is so, especially doing like the old Hollywood Bruce Lee type movies and things of that nature. Oh, yeah. And Big you know time. what? For me, I think education pushed me further in my uh, career because I knew how to talk. I knew how to work in certain situations. I had already been exposed to every nationality you could possibly think of so when i got in the industry it wasn't just i'm that black girl no it was she's educated she speaks well she knows what she's doing we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors newsflash val the voice johnson is currently one of the lead moderators on the platform the house of creativity on clubhouse she can be heard leading the THOC news team with Latino wellness and entertainment news that you can use to peruse your daily life. Join us every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern in the House of Creativity. Become a member of the House of Creativity on Clubhouse today. And now back to our show. Being on that situation, that's that's that that, that alludes me to this, April. You you know, we've just came off that long, long wait, SGA actors, actresses. Yes. So and they went on strike based mm -hmm. on AI generated, you know, different things of that nature. You are a old school actress who also got an opportunity to bring it to where we are today. Yes. Looking at now they're using AI so much to do movies, different things of that nature. How do you think, do you think that this contract that they were able to get over uh, and make sure they kind of get the AI out of it? Do you think, or, or the question would be, how long do you think that, that they're going to have the opportunity to move forward before 
they start using AI technologies, you know, it's already being used. It's already being used. It's been being used. And just like with green, sorry to cut you off. Were you done? Yeah. Oh, with green screen, uh, you know, CGI and all the like, please, honey, we're going to use AI to our advantage. Those of us that know that this is where we're going, the technology we're going to and through look at motion cap, mocap, huge, huge. If you can get you some mocap jobs right now, come on. AI has been being used for years. They're going to need us in uh, all those games, shoot them up, bang, bang, swat, cars driving and all like that. They're still going to need us. And you know what, Coach Tony? You're a coach. What you think you will be. When you step out on that court, that's what you're going to be, what you think. Mm -hmm. So that's how I feel about AI. We have wonderful Fran Drescher. She's not playing. She's a gangster. She's going to get what we want. (laughs) And uh, Duncan Crabtree, Real Talk. We have oh, a new Duncan lawyer Crabtree. at the Screen Actors Guild, so we are good. Wow. That's how I feel. That's just April's opinion. AI is everywhere. Music. Everywhere. Right? everywhere. Now in movies, and it's writing financials. Val and I was sitting down working on my bio. And we ah. put this together, Val, about, what, about, a, about a little over an hour or something, Val. Yeah, and this AI yeah. wrote an amazing. I'm like, Ooh. man. I need is that mind. you? You said, is that me? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I, need, I, need, I need to put AI in my passage to see to start riding around with us. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Same. Uh, now, now this is this is the fun thing with doing the research about all that April has done. I could pretty much think of any actress, any Hollywood actress, black actress that I've I've loved, <laughs> and she has possibly done stunts for them. One of my favorite films that I think about is the one with Gabrielle Union and LL Cool J. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I played a cop. Know? I was a cop. I was the one that was on the horse riding. Oh, uh, 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 what's that? Uh, Eva? Uh, yeah, yeah, Deliver Us from Eva. Eva. <laughs> oh, that was wild. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> I was five months pregnant. My boots you were not. barely fit. I was supposed wow. to do the writing scene, but I turned it over to Minerva Adams because I couldn't do it. So the director was like, oh, you know, and the stunt coordinator was like, we'll give you, you could be on the horse. So I was on the horse. I had to cut my boots open really? because I had started gaining weight. Oh, and okay. I was five months pregnant, y'all. Mm. Yeah, I was five hey, months pregnant. That, that, that girl was working. <laughs> she was working. <laughs> I had no days off, Coach Tony. You hear me? Right. Now here's a here's a very good question from Linda. She's asking, have you ever experienced a near-death experience of as course. a stunt woman? Most definitely. Oh. Every stunt person does. If you're at the level that you're jumping off buildings, getting set on fire, crashing cars, fighting in bathrooms that have, you know, porcelain. Yeah, most definitely. And the most uh death-defying thing that ever happened to me was in 2014 when I got injured and I fell five feet in the air, flat on my face. Okay. And Linda, I love you. I took a writing class with her. And so she was, Mm -hmm. she was able to sit in when I took it. But anyway, the second time, Miss Linda, that I was injured and thank you, Jesus, it was the last, well, before that last, was on eraser. All four chains were supposed to explode. I was doubling Vanessa Williams. All four chains did not explode. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that part I, yeah. And, uh, they brought in one of my best friends, 
Barbara Lee Belmonte. She doubles Halle Berry, looks just mm -hmm. like her. So we used to trade off, you know, stunt coordinating different people. And they brought her in and I, I pulled her to the side. I was like, girl, I'm finishing this film. And she was like, you are? And I told the coordinator, I said, I can do this. I took my cast off. I sold that thing off and finished that film. I was like, I did not come this far in stunts. Mm -hmm doubling Vanessa Williams, and I got this little bitty injury. To me, it was little bitty, even though thousand pound uh, chains were hitting me in the head. Remember that scene when Vanessa yep. Williams? Yes. Okay, well, they, those chains were hitting me in the head. And um, oh, not the head, but that my head. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and it was dark and all I could see was lights and everything. I'm, Ooh. And finally, I just passed out. Hey, I, but I, can I say this? The yes. power of prayer. Okay. As a professional stunt person, is very all jokes aside, prayer, because mm -hmm. myself and James Con stunt double, we prayed before we did that stunt, and and the other time I had Bishop George Dallas McKinney pray for me before I went on the set. So yeah, woo! Oh my gosh! Yeah, that part. <laughs> uh, you're looking at the dangerous part of being a stunt person. So you know we just coming off Baldwin. Right on the accident of the shooting, oh, and all oh. that. Now, yeah, now I was going to ask you. You know, as you're doing these stunts, how often do you, as the person, say, "Hey, you know something? Let me let me check that tire on that car because I know the, the tire is supposed to blow out." Well, let as a stunt coordinator, you know. I check everything. Okay, I check everything, okay. and then there's usually a crew. You have a pit crew. You have a crew, and then your stunt performers. You know them, and after a while, you start hiring the same people. Cause they know you, you know them, you know their talent. Yeah. And uh, I was really thrown aback when that happened to to Alec. I was oh, yeah. I was working on uh, Mark Wahlberg's film. Okay. In Las Vegas, and it started snowing. Wow. But when we got our weapons, I played a SWAT officer. And when we got our weapons, guess what it said on the side of the armory? box was that rust. be careful rust alec baldwin film that was the those were the weapons i was supposed to go to oh boy so yeah. i had an ak-47 i had a magnum and a 45 that i had to work with that day I, and, yeah. uh, i'm very safe y'all whenever i have my sets i have safety meetings oh wonderful sure. oh, that's good that's good and really and very quickly let me jump in here real quick has there ever been that stunt where you said no? That, oh, yes. Most not, definitely. Not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I thought it was going to end my career. I was brand new in the industry, y'all. I had to take a deep breath on that one. And yeah. I just knew that my career was going to go nowhere but oh, God. Mm -hmm. Regina King, I was stunt doubling her. We were friends. Oh. And I was stunt doubling her. And then I was also doubling Lynn Whitfield. You know what film that was? Come on, Battle the Boys. You know what, what film that was? Uh, that was probably was, uh, it's a thin line between love and hate. Yes. Okay. So wow. I was working on that. And it was the pool wow. scene where she gets out the window. Well, I did the part that goes out the window. But I heard the Holy Spirit say, don't do the stunt. I was like, huh? I was looking around. Don't, <laughs> you'll, you'll die. I said, and I'm looking like this, like, what is happening right now? Wow. And I thought something, I was like, what is going on? I went to Regina. I had tears all down my face. I'm talking, my whole shirt was wet. I'm not exaggerating. I remember it like it was yesterday because we were in Malibu, Malibu filming. 
honey, I got to her. I said, Regina, I'm so sorry. I can't, you know, it was real tears, of course. And uh, I didn't do it. And my career did this after that. I just, I, something just wasn't right. And I could do that stunt in my sleep. Something yeah. Cause when I, when I think about that, that's kind of the climactic part of that whole film. Cause yeah. that's when, you know, yeah. the, you know, the <laughs> I've had the opportunity to work with Lynn Whitfield and I think that she should direct more. She's an amazing director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's, like definitely, she's the bomb. Yeah. I she, love her. I think she got a chance to do, I, I loved her in the, in the series that came on own called Greenleaf. Yes. And I think course. she got a chance to yeah, do a couple of director yes. things for that. But Tony, I'm coach. You had another question. Oh, for go ahead, Queen, Queen no, April. I would say, yeah, that's that. And then like I said, remember we talked about it. My nephew's on a spinoff of the Greenleaf show that's going to be oh. coming. So I got to let you know about that. That's going to be exciting. What I was going to just say was an extension of what you were already talking about, April. When you, when you're looking at that, do you think that the dangers of the stunt side of the business is what kind of pushes a lot of the actresses away? Because, you know, cause now we got a lot of prissy people, right? A lot of pretty prissy people and all that. Well, thing, so. I, I, I believe that any time that there is a stunt involved as an actor to save production, I, I personally would prefer having a stunt double for, for, um, for my actors. As a producer, I, I produce. Because you have to shut production down. Look at, um, I think someone just got injured in Africa recently. They had to shut production down. Yeah. Wow. I can't mm -hmm. give spoiler alerts. That's why I was like, Woo. yeah, right. And and here's uh, on stage VP. He says, congratulations, April, for your success. Thank you. Going on, is there any films or projects you would you're looking forward to producing going forward? As I go forward, I would like them to be positive, uplifting, knowledgeable, you know, informational documentaries. Monique Lisa is going to do a documentary on me, um, her and Delano A. Johnson. And so I mm -hmm. I have a, a cousin, Queen Elizabeth Whedon, that I desperately need to get down to <coughs> Tennessee coach and uh, <laughs> film her. So I have some other other things, too, but. Were you ever so busy, April, that you said, you know, like you had a lot of projects, right? To say they are coming in left and right. And you're trying to juggle what's, where's there one particular project? You know, like they were asking Usher the other day on his music, was there one song or one thing he did that, you know, he said, yeah, man, I had a chance to be in a group with P. Diddy and a couple of guys, man, I, I didn't think he was going to be good. Was there one particular actor or actress that, maybe came to you for a role, whether you were too busy for the role or maybe didn't want to, that you went on and he said, man, you regret not being able to do it? No, never. Wow. I was able wow. to do it all. Because stunt coordinators knew me and they would let me leave early sometimes. Uh, and then I would replace myself with someone else and go on to another project. So yeah, no, oh, I had okay. it figured out, Coach Tony. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I want to make sure that before I, I wrap things up that I... I mentioned this woman's name and I want to make sure that I get her name right. Okay. Tony Vaz. Yes. Yes. So yes. why in, in, in black history month, I'm thinking about this. You are living, you're legendary. So that's my, that's my opinion of you, but someone that has blazed a trail for yeah. stunt coordinating and stunt women is Tony Vaz. What can you tell me about her? She worked actually, there was no pay. 
Um, she's one of the oldest stunt women in the industry. She also was um, one of the people instrumental for the NAACP award. Uh, she was creator of that. She was a, is a member of the NAACP and she just opened so many doors just by her presence. Yeah. All right. And, I, and just with you mentioning the NAACP awards, I'd like to play something really, really quickly. Uh, this was from 2021. Uh, let me play it for you. Now doing? tonight, as we celebrate the best of us on this historical night, we have a remarkable woman to thank for it all. She moved to Los Angeles in the 50s and worked as an actress and stunt woman in over 50 films and TV projects, but was saddened by the quality of roles given to black actors. So she took action. She joined the NAACP's Hollywood branch and helped develop an idea for an award show that would feature us in the best way possible. She and others fought to change our image, and thus the NAACP Image Awards were born. We're honored to have her here in the house tonight. Please join me in thanking Tony Vaz. Thank you, Tony. Thank you very much. And she got to talk to my man. And the reason, and this is, this is the reason why I, I, I think about things like this and this is history, walking and living history. When you have someone that opens the door for um, uh, black men and women in the industry of entertainment, you think of and try to remember and give honor to people like a Tony Voss who literally blazed the trail. We're talking the 1950s. Can you imagine then, what she had to go through? Oh yeah. my God. Uh, She's still alive. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, this is um, according to her website. She founded and created the NAACP Image Awards. Yes. Um, and they had their first inaugural awards in, in August 13th, 1967. And in 2021, oh, wow. when that happened, after a 50-year-long wait, finally gave her, uh, President Der Derek Johnson of the NAACP went ahead and they had her recognized and honored um, as the creator of the NAACP Image Awards at the 52nd annual anniversary yes. in 2021. And yes, so that's amazing. where that clip was fun. So, and that was from her website. So, yes, Yvette Nicole Brown and Angela Bassett and so many have yeah. done tributes to her. So, mm -hmm. thank you, Val. I didn't know you were doing that. For anyone that wants to get started in mm -hmm. uh, stunts, uh, mm -hmm. they want to start working in background work, if they want to. Yes have follow that dream and go you know i i want to i still want to work in hollywood i don't care yes. about ai i i, I want to write something <laughs> i want to produce something yeah, sure. how would they go about doing and what is that advice you would give them? if you're in los angeles there's the array film crew which i'm a member of and you can join that um also in any city like houston los angeles atlanta you need to be with www.actorsaccess.com so you can get your, you know, your auditions. There's other sites in each city. So that's some research and history that you're going to have to do on your own. Mm -hmm. um, getting in film festivals is one of the best ways to get started 
film festivals. Like if you look, oh, if you yeah. Wanna, yeah, you want to be an actor, you want to be a composer, you want, but negotiate and say, I want IMDB credits, internet movie database oh, yeah. credits. Am, because yeah. when you get when you get those IMDB credits, bam. But like I've worked for free where I'll do a project when I was starting off. I say, and I put it in my contract, I want IMDB credit. Yeah. To view the entire interview with April Whedon White, Coach Tony, and Val The Voice, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Next time on the Interludes podcast. Enjoying the, the, the fruits of life, being unapologetic, celebrating blackness, like celebrating being these divine beings. Like we are truly the most, I'm speaking directly to black people, truly the most iconic people in the entire world. Portland-based independent artist and Chicago native Kingsley joins us to celebrate her new music next time on the Interludes podcast. The Interludes Podcast. Original concept by Valerie Johnson. Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesdays sports segments produced by Tony Thompson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. The Interludes Podcast, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by A DJ Saved My Life, the latest upcoming ebook by Val The Voice Johnson. To experience a preview of the book, Visit our website today. Ebook copies release March 5th. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interlude's Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash peerlightmedia. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash peerlightmedia. Media.